We're live. On the set of Saskatoon and Guelph. <laughs> Same place we've been the whole time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just telling Jude how cold my house is right now because it's May, which is essentially summertime. So we turn the heat off, but it's still cold outside. Like 10 degrees inside right now. Celsius. That's very cold for your house to be. Well, really, if I was going outside, I'd put on a hoodie. But if I was going to, but if you're going outside, you're going to be moving. Yeah. So be inside in 10 degrees. That's why I have so, a blanket right now. And it's chilly. It's a, uh, it's, yeah, yeah, it really. <laughs> I mean, like, you probably sleep well. No, because no, here's the thing. The problem with the heat turned off is because it gets so bloody hot during the day, right? And and there's no AC in this house, and so upstairs gets to like like hot, like 27 degrees. Uh, so it heats up, and then like the mornings are just so cold. Like the mornings are still b below zero, and the days get to like 25, sort of thing. So it's like just there's no uh, regulation. I see. But we're just in like that weird spot. Like I think in June we'll have the opposite problem where the ACs will be like the portable AC units will just be going all day. But right now yeah. it's like this sucks period. Cause yeah, normally what I do to regulate is like I my computer brings off quite a bit of heat, so like I'll kind of have my window op open a little bit more if it's if my computer's running warmer, and then if close it more if it's running colder. So it actually works out quite well. <laughs> but you go downstairs, man, is it cold? The basement of this house uh, up until like recently was just like not insulated either. So it was just like the floor was just like ice all, all winter. I feel like that's not, that shouldn't be legal in Saskatoon. Like, well, yeah, we, we kind should of have to it. have your, should have to have your buildings be like well insulated. What they, what they did actually, uh, they didn't do it this winter. We don't think cause it was really cold, but last winter, apparently they just plugged in like commercial heaters down there. And so instead of, <laughs> insulating it they just like ran these construction heaters like all winter long which yeah. couldn't have been good for the electricity bill but that'd be really expensive yeah uh, then we had the it was just like warm floors it was kind of nice but now it's yeah of course um yeah i'm surprised you don't have air conditioning or you you don't have air conditioning correct no i just bought a portable unit like a big mofo so right. i do now but um last year What's was a... bad like one that you put in the window or kind of uh it's, it's like a it has like a hose that you have to like vent out the window but you can it, like move it between rooms essentially is it like this one in yeah the it looks exactly right like here? that one yeah the danby the... uh no this one's actually lg actually there's a bit of a okay pain in the ass story with that so i i like i have like the worst luck when it comes to lots of things essentially but uh, especially with um buying stuff and then having things either go on sale right away or substituting it for a lesser product and then that one getting restocked and that's exactly what happened actually both of those things happened to me so i really wanted this one this lg portable unit because i got all the reviews it was like smart wi-fi that i don't really care about wi-fi and portable ac but at the same time why wouldn't you if it got it right <laughs> pretty decent price all that kind of stuff but couldn't find it anywhere i looked for like three weeks home depot like had the model but out of stock like everywhere so right. I finally was like, hey, you know what, fuck it, I can't find this one, um, so I'm just going to look at, like, a, uh, whatever this DeLonghi one was. Found it, bought it, I was like, because I need to buy it anyway, 
who knows when this LG one's gonna restock, if ever. I thought it was like a discontinued model. So anyway, I buy it on Amazon, and uh, so it's shipping here, and my buddy texts me, like randomly, we weren't even talking about it. He's like, hey man, uh, Home Depot in, my, in Vancouver just restocked those LG AC units. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Sure enough, I look here, all the Home Depots here restocked them too. This is like two days after I just bought that. So then mm -hmm. I was like, okay, like I'll process the refund on the Amazon one, I'll go pick that one up. So I process the refund, and I get an email back saying, hey, sorry, because it's already in shipping, um, and it's a big thing, you have to pay us $150 in shipping costs uh, for the Damn. return. And I was like, oh my God, okay, whatever. So they're going to take that off the bill. Then I, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll just like sell it, right, for, for the cost. Mm -hmm. And then so I go to look online for the price, and it's on sale right now for like, like 60 bucks off. So it's like the sale price is exactly <laughs> what I would pay Amazon to take the fucking thing back in the first place. So right. it's... Uh, uh, man, I you know I just I just lost on like six <laughs> different fronts there. <laughs> All conspired against you. Yeah, honestly, but I do have an AC unit. I will not be sweating my gitch off um, this this winter or summer. So that's mm -hmm. at least one thing to look forward to. Uh, and my my room and, and the office get the sun through like twelve p.m. to like eight sort of thing, and there's there's no other coverage, so it gets really warm. Almost a necessity to have. The guy before me basically just lived in his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've. It's it's weird. It's the same here where we don't have any like built-in air conditioning, so we all have to get our own. Yeah, it's like I don't like it can't be like I don't know. It's kind of like it's so expensive if you gotta run those AC units and then just I don't know why they don't just put yeah. it in. You know. I mean, I guess it's just not a requirement, but like like. That's something I'd never heard of in, in BC. Like, everybody's got fucking air conditioning. Right? Like, yeah, for the most part. Seems um, like it. Here, it's like kind of the norm. Like, even the dorms don't have air conditioning. Like, what? Like, that's <laughs> I pay so much money to stay at, on campus and there's no air conditioning in this. And they were pretty cold, too. Like, it was busy. That's a. Uh... Yeah, like at what point is it just like inhumane? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and the the units aren't cheap. Like it's like six hundred bucks. Like like to buy one of these portable AC units or whatever. Like it's yeah. like not cheap. Yeah, I think mine was something like that. Maybe four or five hundred or something. But um, yeah, and I like insulate it all around the the thing. I don't know if you can see there. I can I put that like reflective stuff yeah. all. All around it. The tubing. So it, yeah. Nice. A little better. Ooh, ooh. I noticed that thing would just radiate so much heat. I was like, wait, I'm losing, I'm like getting all the heat back into my house. Yeah. Through this. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to do that. Um, if anything, maybe that's what I should do. I should just put the AC unit on, face it outside, and then just blow in the hot air for right now. Just fill out a heater. Most inefficient thing ever. Um, yeah. While you're at it, just like open your freezer and fridge just to like up your house Wait one second. um yeah i was like my struggle is that the office and the room are right next to each other but there's two like so they i don't know what i'm gonna do during the summer because like i'm in the i, I won't be able to sleep because it's like I, I had to sleep in like in the room like the hallway just kind of the bonus room there the den for june no august september and those are like the cooling off months and it was impossible to sleep because it was like hot as hell and so i'm gonna have to like use the ac unit when i'm sleeping but in the office i work all day so i don't know i'm thinking i might just like 
um, like just repair the hole in the wall that I cut out. <laughs> you know, some kind of ventilation just to mm. drywall it back up when I leave. I don't know, figure something out. But yeah. But enough with my boring life. Got some pretty pretty cool news on your end. Yeah. You're bald. I'm bald. No, <laughs> I got engaged. Yeah, that's like super sweet. It's like a week old now. It's crazy, <laughs> hey? Yeah. And I old guess... news. I'm kidding. You what? Um, I, I just said old news. Old news, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> way, man. It's, um, uh, you're the first of my, like, really good friends to get engaged. Yeah. Sorry to like all my cousins, you're pretty good friends with me, but, um, you hear that in the background? I can see it. <laughs> I can't hear it. Uh, I have a foster cat, and he's like, I, I put this, like, oh, I got a new trash can. <laughs> okay, so put engagement aside, okay? Big, big news here, okay? I got a new trash can. <laughs> yeah. What kind of trash can? Um, it's like a triple decker where it's got three different cans in it. And Damn. It's like, All for like recycling got, stuff? Yeah, one for trash, one for recycling, one for compost. Already inside. like kind of broken it, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. It's like it's a it's a nice one, um, and uh, it came in this giant box. So that's why there's a big box on my table. I thought it was a house. Looks like a house. There's a, a cat. cat. <laughs> well, that's what it has become. <laughs> I also put like takeout bags <laughs> yeah. in it and on top of it, and like you can see that like foster cat really likes it. So. Yeah, no doubt. What is it with cats and boxes? And it, it is. A constant throughout all life and universe that cats will prefer a box over any kind of toy or any kind of anything you get them. So I got this like really expensive fancy cat tree here. Yeah. I don't and give a shit. You got one cat like, on the honestly, air conditioning unit. And one the thing cat. came. The thing came in the box, and they <laughs> wanted the box more than they wanted the cat tree. Oh, and yeah, this cat loves the air conditioning unit. She turns it on all the time. <laughs> oh my god. You just freeze to death. Because there's a button on top. It's just like every once in a while I'll come in and the air conditioning will be on. <laughs> you're like, like, no. Fucking cats. <laughs> Catherine put this like piece of cardboard over top so that they can't press it. But um now he like wants to sit on that piece of cardboard all <laughs> the time. Because it's a box. And and he can press it through the cardboard because it's yeah, exactly. Because now it's like it's box and air conditioner unit. It's the combined perfect thing it's hilarious yeah so anyway my life is cat hair cat hair and <laughs> engagements pretty sweet engagements you like a new man yeah. now how much of your um, life has changed uh, not, not that much um but uh no it feels it feels really good you call ty really cool it's definitely one of those uh no i haven't i should i thought he was um, gonna be first for sure First person to know? No, oh. no, first person to get engaged. I always thought I was. Who would get engaged? <laughs> yeah. Oh, um. Yeah, true. Actually, he's been with Tanisha for a long time. Yeah, I don't even know how. Um. Wow. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool ring too. I don't know if you're interested in that at all. But, for you or her? Um. Hmm? For her. Oh, for her. Cool. Sweet. For her. 
like her her ring right, ring right. I got her. what did you like what did you so um, diamond you get it from like from slaves <laughs> yeah actually i took it from the cold dead hands of no <laughs> um uh, it's actually not a diamond because i diamonds. i don't know diamonds are they're they're inflated like they're the cost overpriced of and yeah exactly they're, yeah um so i actually i i got a tanzanite which is oh. like a Cool. Super, it's like 10,000 times more rare than diamond. I've but heard it's about way that. less money. Yeah, just because of the inflation. It's not like there's no, yeah, there's no like enormous marketing scheme to inflate the price. That's one thing I'm um, probably in, like the most pumped about. Like in my generation, the people are getting more and more like savvy in regards to like that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, like true. I know a guy who just got like golden pistols for him and his wife. <laughs> It's like that was their wedding rings, and I was just like, "That's that's pretty redneck, that's sick. but that's also yeah, but, badass." <laughs> yeah, that is badass. I mean, gold doesn't really go down in price either, so yeah, exactly, not really like a. It's not going to depreciate. Yeah, it's it's not like if they break off the engagement, he can be like, "Oh man, now I got to like pawn these gold." Like, no, like that no. shit's going to sell for the same price, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. No, but yeah, I basically I found this place in the states that like specializes in Tanzanite that like goes to or to Tanzania mm. and um Sweet. and buys them. But uh, and I actually I ended up getting like a vintage one, so it's not like freshly mined by children or anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, and it's naturally purple too, which is like normally the Tanzanites are are have to be heat treated. They're like they have to be treated to become Ooh. purple. They're normally like brownie orange kind of. Um, but this one's naturally purple, so it's even it's even like more rare than the rare, and uh, yeah, it's cool. And then I had like a a ring like d- built for it. That's sweet. So, yeah, kind of like white gold. Yeah, it's dope. I always thought I would one hundred percent dope ring. Commission Charlie to bang on a hammer for twelve hours, make me yeah, one. make one out of like a out of a quarter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could. What are you gonna it just get? Means you're gonna have like. Um, so we already got a couple because, like, I, I, I don't get an engagement ring, right? That's like only for girls. Oh, you can, know. but <laughs> not really, yeah, it's not really like a thing. So, you get women get engagement rings until you get married, and then you each get a wedding band. What? So, they get one extra or shit? Yeah, they get two, man. I, I, these are rules. I didn't know this shit. Just, yeah, I don't you, know, you look up wiki, WikiLeaks, like, figure out how, how to um, do this. <laughs> Go into the dark web, the deep web. Like, what do women expect? Um, no, but for the wedding band, we just got like a couple rings. Uh, I think Catherine got her wedding band on Etsy for like really cheap, just because it's, it's. I want to say it's less important, but it's it's a simple band, right? So mm. you don't have to like pay a whole bunch of money. I mean, you can you can and buy. And then they it, just but... wear them together. Yeah, so it's like a, it's like just like a little one that kind of goes. Actually, like some some engagement rings will come as a set with a, a wedding band that gets like attached to uh-huh. the engagement ring. Cool. But um, anyway, for me, I just got like a, uh, I think it's tungsten. Just got like big tungsten, oh, yeah. dope, like indestructible uh, nice. ring. You didn't you didn't make her buy you a real diamond one. Don't be the... No, no, mine's, mine's like it's, <laughs> mine's like mine's like thirty bucks or something. It's like hers was a small fortune, but you should have got like to get one with like a giant like I don't care. Face. 
No, like mine's like it's thick and it's heavy because it's That's tungsten. Cool. But uh, apparently, like tungsten, if you if you work like um like in a shop or anything, you're not supposed to use tungsten rings because there's, there's actually nothing in a hospital. Yeah, there's actually nothing in a hospital that can cut through tungsten. Mm, so, um, so like if you fuck up your finger, like it's coming off. <laughs> basically, have to amputate or like get like an arc welders or like I don't know what you do get off a tungsten ring so it's like if you work with your hands with like um dangerous shit you're not supposed to wear tungsten yeah i know uh and you can actually get like special like rubber ones that are like just get pulled off you can replace really easy yeah and that's that's what i was gonna say is that i know that most people that i know that are in a shop setting would use like a silicone ring or just kind of yeah. something that's um like not gonna deglove your finger if <laughs> something doesn't yeah, go your way exactly I always thought uh, I knew a guy who his wedding ring, like he was a chef, um, and so he never wanted to uh, wear something either, and so he just got like a necklace, and that's like like he had his ring on the necklace, kind of like Frodo. And I was like, Damn, that's pretty sweet. Actually, he was a pretty big Lord of the Rings nerd, so I'm pretty sure his was actually inscribed on the inside with whatever fucking ring had in Lord of the Rings. It was pretty sweet. That's cool. Yeah. I feel like I'd like some rings, but I just, I just don't know what the personality would just. <laughs> you all of a sudden you become like the ring guy with like a ring on yeah. every finger, like mm. walking around like kind of like Johnny Depp or something. Just yeah, like, exactly. With rings all over my fingers. Like, like I want to say that the people that have those, like, they're so cool. But like, just in that specific moment that I'm seeing them, and I'm just like, you like go to like the store with like ten rings on, <laughs> like you, that's like a normal thing, like. No, I mean, I guess, yeah, they're, I guess they're cool. I guess, you used to have a I mean, ring, didn't you? I do, I, I have a... Oh, yeah, but no, like, way before high school? No. Oh, maybe, I don't think I have one in high school. That was like a black, <laughs> well, you had an eyebrow ring. Yeah. I had a, yeah. Oh, I have this ring, this is my pinky ring. My engineering ring. not look like that's going to come off. Oh, oh wow. That's that's I I still want to become an engineer just to get that ring. Um, like when I'm old and rich, I'm just gonna go become an engineer, the simplest one, just so I can mm -hmm. get something that somebody else can't say they can wear. You know? Yeah. No, I mean I, I I've uh, always fantasized about. I don't know, fantasize is probably not the careful. Like that 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 word seems to carry some kind of connotation now, but about like basically reenacting that scene in um, oh Star Wars Episode One. Um, where Anakin goes up to uh, Qui Gon is like, "Are you a Jedi?" But, I, but it'll be it'll be me as an engineer, engineer, and it'll be a little kid and be like, "Are you an engineer?" And I'll be like, "What makes you say that?" And be like, "You have an engineer's ring. Only engineers wear engineer's ring." And then I'll I'll, I'll be like, "How do you know that I didn't just kill an engineer and take his ring?" And he'll be like, "That's impossible. You can't kill an engineer." And I'll be like. <laughs> I wish that were true or whatever the fuck happened. I can't wait for you to have like yeah. six kids and you're just going to do that to every single one of them until they get it perfect and then you're going to film it all. Oh yeah. No, I'll make them memorize the whole scene for sure. Actually, no, that's more of an uncle thing. You know, you don't want to mess up your kids. You have to go like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, that's true. I've got lots of kids to mess up, so... <laughs> um. 
<laughs> well, you know what that reminds me of is that that scene in Silicon Valley where <laughs> Richard gets like beat up by those kids, and then he comes back to the house. He's like crying, and then Ehrlich goes out. He's like, "Which one of you motherfuckers did this?" He starts literally beating the shit out of a bunch of kids. And I was just like, "That's probably the best scene in in television history," you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just so just does not care. No, and just like you're like there's no way he's gonna do that he just comes up and just slaps the shit out of this kid go get him my Adderall <laughs> something about like yeah that just like hitting untouchables yeah. that's gonna be satisfying well and just like the fact that the kids were like selling drugs too like <laughs> the, the writing that show yeah. was amazing oh yeah so good yeah that show's killer um, um anything new on your end other than being cold? Uh, I finally learned all the pentatonic shapes. Like, Yeah, that's good. Like, like, I don't know why it took me so long. Cause it, it was literally like I sat down for like 20 minutes and I was just like, <laughs> I'm going to learn these on the guitar. And then I yeah. did and I was like, oh. So. It's funny how whenever it comes to something, when it, whenever it comes to guitar, um, especially after you've been playing for a while, so like you're kind of used to playing chords and whatnot. Um, like you're, you're, the coordination's there, but when it comes to just learning like something like that, like all the shapes or all the notes or whatever, mm -hmm. like you can just do it in one sitting pretty much. Like you might not be perfect at it or perf like perfectly, but <clears throat> all it all it really takes is you doing it. And not getting distracted with like a song or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, like really, just a few hours of very dedicated, like active practicing is the equivalent of years of <laughs> noodling. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So actually, that's that's a really good segue because the book that I'm like the book that I, one of the books I'm reading right now is called like So Good They Can't Ignore You. I think I maybe I talked about mm. last time too. But, I think you mentioned it briefly. <clears throat> yeah, it goes into like career capital versus like following your passion or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the guy had an example of playing the guitar and he started when he was like 15 or he played for like 15 years. Um, so he started when he was really young. He like played in a band, you know, they're just doing like cover songs and whatnot. But there's a same guitar player who also spent 15 years learning it, like same age and all that kind of stuff. But he was like world mm -hmm. famous and like insane. And basically, you know, he was like, how did this happen? And he's just like, well, the like, you know, like that guy would just sit there and when he would screw up, then he would figure out why and like fix it. Like, so his debt, his practice was just so much more dedicated versus just like these guys playing mm -hmm. cover songs and just never getting, you know, like never wanting to try new stuff or like experiment. Yeah. So it's very like, like I find that too. Like, and it's kind of, it's, it's kind of annoying. Like as a amateur guitar player, I don't even know if I'm an amateur, figure out the definition that means, but um, basically like, so uh, hard to yeah. categorize <laughs> but you know because it's just like what everybody wants is like if you're on a fire you just play a bunch of songs you know that'd be yeah. pretty sweet but at the same time it's like i don't want to just like sit there and learn a bunch of songs you know it's like i want to just be able to like mess around and noodle like you said and so that's like the i don't know i, I struggle with that because like i i continuously like practice sort of thing but i don't feel like i'm getting any better at it yeah that's well, yeah it's funny how like you what makes you impressive is not necessarily impressive by itself. Like yeah. Little things that you have to learn 
which are which are boring. Like, <laughs> in order to be impressive, you got to do a boring thing like a hundred thousand times. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like programming. Um, you spend like forty hours building something, and like, when I remember when I showed my mom, I was she's like, "What are you doing on the computer?" I was like, "Oh, I'm programming. Learning to program." It's like, well, show me. And it's like, okay, like, she's like, "What what are you on DOS for?" And I was like, "No, this is this is programming. You know, like it." You know, it's a little text-based game where it took me like all night to program. Just like yeah. you enter this and blah, blah, blah. she's like, that's ah, not impressive. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> too used to seeing like the work of like hundreds of people. And just video games, you combined know, combined into like one majestic program. Even now, it's like when I have to explain to people what like programming is, like what I do. It's just like I I don't know like how to explain this. Like how do you in like a Oh, I guess like even you're just like I just fuck with wrath all day. I mean that's pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you know what do you like? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what I explain my job. I just be like oh, I just <laughs> I don't want. I never want to say just make websites because then everybody's like, oh hey you can make me websites. Like no, come on. Yeah, or or I make websites too. I use Squarespace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or oh yeah, yeah. HTML programming. Let's go, baby. You're just like. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of no, course, well, yeah, I mean, though. that's. I think once you no, once you get to a certain point, it's not really possible. Like, like once you get to a sufficient complexity yeah. within your work, um, you can give a general idea, maybe of what maybe what the outcome is of mm -hmm. your work. But it's very difficult to describe the day to day of what you're doing, mostly because it's so. It's, there's so many different things you're doing. Yeah. It's not necessarily. That's true. I find that super weird with uh, like business people too. Like, like that would be the worst to have to explain to somebody. Just like, like what do you do? And you don't want to be like, well, I run businesses because then you sound like a dink. But you also mm -hmm. just you're just like, I also don't know what I do. You know, it's just like you just kind of do shit. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't really try to talk to people about work anymore. You know, like on personal times, just like ah, I don't want people to know anything. Yeah, and, me, and it, I mean, it's probably a good idea not to try to define yourself on your work either. Yeah, very true. Very true. Um, so, sorry, back to what, uh, but that um, dedicated practice versus mm. messing around or whatever. Um, I think uh, I kind of came to this realization, of, well, I guess I do it before, but um, just that there is a difference between uh, practice. Focus practice. Yeah, basically, like like active learning and passive learning. Mm -hmm. Um, and a good example of that is somebody had posted on on Reddit this tool that um, basically ben, Benjamin Franklin had Benjamin Franklin had figured out this like the method that he used to become a really good writer mm -hmm. um, was that he would he would read like a paragraph or a couple paragraphs or whatever of really good writing, right? And then he'd he'd um, write it out himself, and then he'd write it from memory, just like trying to get the gist. And then he'd go back and read it again and and correct. I'm pretty sure. And then he would convert it into prose, into like uh, like a poetry, and then convert it back. Holy. And like he had this like, methods of like taking content and then kind of like putting them through your brain. It's, filtering through turning them into like poetry and then back out and seeing how yours compares and how and whether it's better or the same or worse weird um, so you mean like a, that's cool 
had this very like active methodical way of learning to write and uh some people posting that were just like oh man i've been doing this like free association writing for years and my writing hasn't gotten better at all yeah. <laughs> because or like you know where you're just like you're just writing like that um stream of consciousness just like make sure you continue writing that method of trying to get information out um but like this is the difference is that in one case you're just writing mindlessly and in one case you're actually like challenging using yourself. your brain to yeah to, to, um yeah exactly like like change something and then try to recreate it yourself uh, it just takes a lot more brain power that's a that same uh, um principle is like very apparent like martial arts like especially jujitsu because in karate uh to kind of shit on that for a little bit um you know there, there's a lot of like I don't know, make dojo stuff where it's just like, you know, you show up and after X amount of classes and you get promoted to the next rank. Right? right. And like in a traditional, like fighting sense of where karate came from, it's like that would never happen because if you're getting the shit kicked out of you, you're never going to get promoted. Right. Mm -hmm. The jujitsu has a, that kind of mentality, but not, not like a toxic mentality. It's just literally like, like you can't fake jujitsu. So you're just going to suck at it for a long time until you don't yeah. suck at it. But the problem is, like, if you just show up and do the exact same things over and over and over and over again, you're not going to get any better, no matter how many times you go. Like, you actually have to, like, apply some kind of challenge or, like, like trying to, like, re reflect onto what the hell you're doing as to how you got into that position in the first place. And that's mm -hmm. the only way that you're ever going to get better. And when I, when I, I was like, oh, man, like, and it, it kind of, like, almost deflating in itself because, you know, it's easy to just sit down and say you're practicing guitar for, like, an hour and just play the same mm -hmm. thing. If you just play a G chord and that's all you play, you're not gonna be able to solo after ten thousand hours of playing one chord, you know. Yeah, and I, and I mean, there's something to be said at at maybe at the beginning. Um, yeah, I think so. When it comes to getting the coordination, getting your <clears throat> hands properly, you know, into those shapes and stuff. But but uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I I think with guitar, it's super apparent because I can mess around on guitar for like six hours and not necessarily be any better. Yeah. Um, and it also gets harder as you go. But but uh, another thing was chess. Like, oh yeah, I played I played chess a lot in my lifetime. I'm shit at chess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, I got the like the chess app briefly. Yeah, I was like looking at some of their lessons. Oh man, I just like I just like watched some of their lessons and was like, holy shit! I like I'm already so much better at chess yeah. just watching like a few of these. Like just these things were so obvious, and I just didn't like I never learned them. Like because... controlling a center, that kind of stuff you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All the different openings and and mm. um, I mean, it's not. I'm still shit at chess, but I, I yeah. you get to see. But you're a lot better that. than like the there is next there is a, know anything. a lot of there's a lot of work that goes into becoming good at something apart from time, mm -hmm. not just time. Because a lot of the time, I think people they get into this, they get into the loop of thinking that something just requires tons and tons of time. Yeah, it's like how could that be a thing? That's not true. Yeah, but that's not true. Like, well, especially when you hear that not... ten thousand hours to become a professional. Ten thousand hours. Yeah. yeah, it's like, nah, get out of here. Yeah, ten thousand perfect hours. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I mean, to be fair, if you're putting ten thousand hours into something, you're probably not playing G for ten thousand hours. You'd go mentally insane. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you put ten thousand hours into something, you're probably doing something right-ish. I mean, that much time depends on what you're practicing maybe you just want to be the person that can distinguish a g sound no matter where it is in anything no matter what yeah, yeah who knows <laughs> maybe you just um, want to be the, the person 
like I always think about like random things. Like sometimes I'm just like, I think I'm the only person in the world to have ever done this. And it's just like some like weird thing or whatever. It's just like, imagine just being the only person in the world to play G chord for 10,000 hours like that. that you could claim that mm-hmm. spot, dude. Really? <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've definitely done way more passive learning than I have active learning in my life. You mean um, by like reading or like audiobooks, for example, or yeah, audiobooks, reading YouTube videos, um, just like watching something. Yeah. Um, or yeah, basically watching things. <laughs> um, I think even, even playing games is more active learning than it is passive. I think um, depending on what you're doing. But. Yeah. Probably depends on the game. Especially when you first start playing a game, like the, there's always a bit of a learning curve. Mm-hmm. I mean, depending on the game, but a sufficiently complex game. Portal, like Portal is, I think, probably active learning for most of the game. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. But when uh, you say yeah. pa- like, so active learning, you're learning the mechanics, like you're learning how to do something, right? You're actually practicing. You're actually taking part in the learning process. You're experimenting. You're problem solving so right. like with math for instance you can read a math pro- textbook and you're not going to be nearly as good as the person that, that, that actually practices the questions see. right um doing things is really where i mean like you the passive learning is necessary okay i see what you're learning a lot of the time they're both yeah. necessary it's, it's kind of a, i guess it's like knowledge versus intelligence or, mm-hmm. or knowledge versus problem solving um yeah yeah i think i yeah. get I did do a lot of that in high school just because I, I took my classes very seriously and in and, 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 uh, engineering as well. I did a lot of problem solving. Right. Um, and that's, yeah, I, I'm sure like that helps for sure. Yeah. But, like it's easy to, to watch how to play the song on guitar, 20 minute YouTube video. But, you know, like if you actually want to play the goddamn thing, you got to put in. 800 times the amount of time that you've watched so that's what you're saying passive versus active yeah or even i mean or or just learning about a concept too like i can and i think that's where that um that idea of uh memorizing something versus teaching something where like if you teach it you're way more likely to remember it like Feynman's technique or whatever yeah yeah we're like you, you can watch a video on why the sky is blue but until you explain it to somebody you're probably not going to actually understand it or remember yeah no i believe in that too same with like i I watched this video on how rainbows work and i I was like oh man i actually like completely understand how rainbows work but i feel like that probably just left my brain because i've never had to actually yeah (laughs) explain it you know well that's like any of those like random like that's why my argument for reddit was just like oh man you know i'm learning so much on it but it's just like "Ah, not really you know like yeah, that's the thing is, I, I, I probably retain like 1% of what I read on Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Or so much of what I what I learn, it's just like loose. It's so loose in my brain. Like I, I'll hear something and be like, oh, I know something related to that. Mm-hmm. Don't remember the name or the date or anything, any of the details. But I can be like, yeah. some guy on the internet said that, uh, you know, that this is true. <laughs> I, think, I think doing that honestly probably makes you a stupider person because like like you know that saying where there's like there's nothing more dangerous than knowing a little bit about something right like i've definitely caught myself talking to people and like it's been like that one reddit thread that you're just like oh yeah i know something about that and all of a sudden you just claim to know something about something yeah. that you've read for like two seconds you're just like and then i was like by myself backtracking usually i try to catch myself and be like no no okay i'm just gonna say i don't know anything about this <laughs> you know 
Yeah, I've, I've definitely caught myself doing that tons of times. <laughs> it feels good because you're just like, man, I know this. And then, but then you're just like, and then somebody else goes like one level deeper and you're just like, I have no idea. Where you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I knew a tiny surface level detail. Or I, I read somebody's opinion that very quickly became my own. Yes, yeah, Because <laughs> that was exactly. the only opinion I saw. It yeah. was the top comment, so... <laughs> yeah, you, you went by top, not by controversial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Back on the video game front, um, I played this game for a little bit now called Hades. I don't know if you've heard about it. Oh, yeah. Like a I want to play it. Dude, I don't it have anything is... to play it on, but... So good. Um, yeah, I've heard I've heard great things. It, it got like a bunch of Game of the Year awards. Yeah, and I just picked it up like a week ago. But it is exactly kind of like well, it's kind of like Souls and stuff like that, right? Like you're so bad at it when you start, you just naturally progress. Like I think those guys have one of the best game models. Like like any of those roguelikes where you just start from scratch. Same as competitive, mm-hmm. right? Any competitive game in the span of an hour, you start from like being weak, and at the end of the hour, you're like teaming up with fights and doing all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I find those games to be very intriguing to me because i can pick it up for 30 minutes go hard and just never touch it again or you know chances are i'll come back to it it's it's a really really fun game i think you'd like it yeah that's awesome um are you playing on the computer or switch switch yeah okay yeah Um, Yeah, get a switch the computer is uh more like better graph way better graphics and stuff but um i was just like man what are the chances i'm going to play this on computer versus like a handheld and so i'm pretty much happy with my decision yeah, but. there's rumors of Nintendo coming out with like a pro version of the Switch. Yeah, I thought that was real. An OLED? Yeah, but I like when. Mm-hmm. One I was. Of those, uh... Do I wait until eventually mm-hmm. they release that, or should I get one? You know. Yeah, I see. If you're really good at reselling stuff, like I got a buddy in Vancouver who just resells everything, so he just buys it and then he just flips it, and chances are he makes or doesn't make any money. It's just like, damn, that's kind of a nice way to do it. Back is, yeah, yeah I, you know. It is if you've yeah if you're willing to do that. I know nice. like that's what that's what my dad's always done with everything, right? Right. I think make most of his investment back or whatever, right? A lot of effort like, though. PS4 right now that I don't use. Yeah. But am I gonna go and post an ad and try to communicate with random strangers and then meet up with them somewhere? And... Yeah. To me, it's more yeah, like a get COVID. I think mine's like a childhood thing because like for me, getting a new console was like like one of the coolest things ever and so it's like man why would i ever want to like even like a gamecube or like a like a wii i i had trouble giving my wii away i had yeah. played it like 10 years ago before that i was just like <laughs> i'm not using this ever again like it's like a sacred you're like man this all those memories are still there right yeah true i mean you've spent so much time with it this is my wii yeah you want to talk about ten thousand hours man smash we are probably pretty freaking close yeah true i was real good at brawl well, good at the new ones, but well, I feel like I could probably learn you'd, it pretty you'd fast. Get but. back pretty quickly. Just the characters, like a million new characters now. So many, yeah. It's it almost ruined the game for me. I was just like, oh man. Well, and people that people that have consistently been playing Smash like since they've been coming out, like every time, so good. <laughs> like, well, yeah, like I could beat anymore. Well, the, like I didn't yeah. have the Wii U, and I didn't have right, so like I missed an entire generation. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm out. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was the same with like Mario Kart. Like, oh, yeah. I had it on on uh, 64 and GameCube and stuff. Like, that's still such a fun game. Fun, yeah. but it's not fun. I think we talked about this already. 
Yeah, we did. We talked about it last time. Yeah. Probably just steer steer away from Mario Kart. Yeah, it's like forty five um, minute conversation. Just every single yeah. every single podcast we have from this point on is just man Mario Kart. What, let's talk about that some more. I don't think we've talked about that yet. <laughs> it becomes the Mario Kart podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, no, Hades would recommend it one hundred percent. Yeah, it's hard to recommend those games to some people because like you have to be the type for it, right? So, like, I, yeah, <laughs> I've definitely like I I know some people get very upset with games that are hard. I don't know if like Hades is I'm, it's hard to start right especially kind, like kind of yeah yeah it definitely is because as it's a roguelike be- you you do get permanent upgrades that do help right and you're expected to die a lot right like yeah like that's part of the game is is dying yeah. like you will not like yeah you I, die like, to progress I, right? I think I think there there is yeah like you can but I think you can like there are people that have beaten it on a fresh game but they have all the skills from them playing like, I don't right. think you could take a new person who's never played it before, throw it in there, and then just be like, yeah, I mean, maybe you could, but that would be, that would be a, like a professional gamer to like some degree. Right, right. This is just mechanics. Like, there's no way you're going to ace that, you know. It, it would be like playing um, Rock Band on like the hardest level if you're an expert, but you never played that song before. You're probably yeah, going to yeah. do really good, but you're probably not going to win. Right. Yeah. Um, was like, oh, I, I was just going to say like, it's funny seeing how like certain people have tempers when they get killed oh, yeah. a lot. Um, you know, throw controllers and break shit. Yeah. <laughs> and like that's never been my like I've never had that as an issue, which is why I like Dark Souls and stuff. Cause like even in the with the worst possible deaths scenarios yeah. where you feel like you've been like cheated. <laughs> feel like you've been cheated. <laughs> the worst I ever have is <sighs> You know, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a much deeper like, depression than it is to just throw Let's something. Do it physical. Again. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, actually, Dark Souls, like those periods where I get super obsessed with those games, like when they first come out and I start playing them all the time. Um, and they start like taking up, like you start kind of like <laughs> waking up have. early thinking about them. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure you've oh, experienced yeah. this where like you go to that. bed thinking about it and you wake up thinking about <laughs> yeah. it and you're just like thinking about what you're going to do next. I think that's why you get better, um, you know? It is it, well. Not only why you get better, it's why it's so addictive. Mm-hmm. It, you, it's not a, it's not an enjoyable experience, really. I mean, it's <laughs> no, kind of, it ruins everything. I feel life. like it's actually mentally bad for you. You, you start like eating terribly and not moving at all. Yeah, it's like so bad for you. But, but um, I love it. Well, like, what's good about um, <laughs> Dark Souls is that you can actually beat it and then it's over. Yes, <laughs> and that's why I, I try not to touch games like that that are infinite. Like Unless you have well, like three months previously, but like. Like Diablo and stuff, right? Where it's like, or or those MMOs, like, I I don't think I should ever touch any of those games. No, like, I don't think like I can. I think I think something in my brain, um, like I must have like had a conversation with myself, like in a dream at one point, because I distinctly remember like, like waking up one day and being like, I don't want to play Maple Story ever again, or like RuneScape or anything. Things. And like, mm-hmm. those were games that like i basically <laughs> traded in my life for like yeah. back, like it was just like the hours of grinding you know what finally did it for maple story because i man that game was so addictive so yeah. addictive and the exploration man gets me every time yeah but um but maple story is you got those private servers oh yeah yeah, yeah which yeah. basically broke the game i think i think that's Maybe, what what did it for me too finally that finally cracked the code because there was no way i was going back to grinding if i could just kill yeah. a snail 
<laughs> level 120 and get, yeah. get and i could try out every single possible um very true combination of of skills and i could go and just like kill all the best bot all the hardest bosses in the game and then it was it was done yeah it was done. i think but that that for somehow that has ruined sure. everything for me like even yeah, most games the, now the game. it's just like no no yeah. like i'm talking like other games like like now yeah. i'll just be like uh I don't know, nah, you know, I'm not gonna put in because I'm just like I'm not gonna put in the amount because I just know how many hours it's gonna take. Like Skyrim, yeah. for example, it's like that game's gonna ruin my life. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> just like I don't have any desire to ruin my life anymore. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely become much more of a like rusher through games now. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not gonna sit and I don't know if you did you ever play Witcher three? No. Okay, well, there's like. <laughs> A huge part of the game is Gwent, this card game that's like built into the game. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to sit around and play Gwent with every character that says, want to play Gwent? No, I don't want to play Gwent. You can skip or not. There's like all these quests involving Gwent. I'm like, oh no, God, that's hilarious. skipping all of these, skipping so much, just like dial, like, yeah. Even the games where like the dialogue is like a huge part of the game, I was just skipping Button so much hash. dialogue. See, I, I, yeah. I don't have time for that like either that's I why i don't play get, story get games. me to the act that's why yeah man, that's why dark souls again it's yeah. perfect for me there's no dialogue all that shit is just gone yeah get me to the action give me a giant sword and i will throw myself at this dragon yeah. a thousand times exactly. until it's dead <laughs> yeah it, yeah i sound like a, a crazy um, person i was explaining hades to my friend because i was just like man it's it's he's like what are you playing i was like oh it's called hades man it's such a fun game whenever you die you lose everything and he just like <laughs> he's like that doesn't sound fun at all, man. And I was like, but you don't understand. Like, it's so hard. <laughs> like, oh shit, this is this is just <laughs> never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah, Portal's good too because all of the exposition is happening while you're playing. Right. Like, you get to have the story, but I don't get to skip it because it's all just happening in the background, anyways. Yeah. Um, that's how games should be. I don't want to have to skip through a bunch of or like stare at some dude's like animated face talking to me for like oh man minutes that's like me the worst about... unskippable cutscenes should just not be a thing in anything yeah. and like Mass Effect I know it's like I loved Mass Effect but um all three um but I skipped so much dialogue <laughs> it was, and like so much of that game is like trying to choose the right dialogue to get the right outcome <laughs> right. and stuff and I'm just like, eh, I don't actually care about any of the outcomes. I just want to kill the bosses, you know? Yeah. I just want to fight guys. Yeah, I could, I could, um, like, I don't know any of the story of any games I've ever played, I don't think. No. Maybe Halo. I don't even know the story yeah. of Halo, man. No? <laughs> I never, well, I mean, to be I mean fair, like, I the never first really three, played. The first three Halos. Yeah, I, I just never played multiplayer. That was my right. jam. Right, right. Um, like, right, lore just doesn't get me going. Yeah. I don't have time for it. I like it, but only in certain scenarios. It's got to be exploration-based lore. Mm, yeah, I'd be like, I gotta, I gotta earn it. You know, me the most fun I've ever had. Like even like a couple months ago when I got big into like Valheim, which is like this. I only got big mm -hmm. in for like one weekend because that's all that I allowed myself to ruin my life for. And uh, <laughs> but like the lore was just like me and my buddies doing our own. Like the fun memories I have of that aren't from the story. It's just from like us just fucking around. You know, right. And that's yeah. that's what's like man that's fun to me like when you just get in there and you're messing around like diablo 3 i beat in the game like 500 times so that's basically all that you do i don't know anything that's mm. happened i don't know who people are 
you know? Right. But, man, is it yeah. It's the memories that you make. Yeah. Maybe it's the friends that we make along the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you ever get into any other fighting games other than Smash Bros? Like, I tried. Any, like Mortal um, Kombat or Soul Calibur? Well, or... I had Mortal Kombat. I played that quite a bit for Xbox, like one of the OG ones or whatever. And that was a pretty fun yeah. game. Um, that's the one I think I mentioned to you that had like the cool chess where you could like... Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. And so that, that was pretty fun. Uh, but other than that, um, I played a little bit of Street Fighter, but n- like maybe a couple hours, like nothing. Right. I know the big yeah, ones are Soul Calibur, but I never played anything like that. I can never get into those games. I know... Um, it- Soul Caliber, like mm. hundreds of hours of that shit, and he loved just like he's like invite me over just to play so he could like beat the shit out of me over and over and over. Yeah, it's <laughs> like this isn't fun, man. <laughs> like let's play Halo, please. Um, yeah, so I could beat the shit out of you over and over. <laughs> well, no, he'd still no, but I could be on his team at least. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, same with Gears of War, he would just, just oh, rip through you over and over and over. Um, actually, I, I enjoyed the campaign <laughs> of that one too. But, but uh, I, actually, after a while, I've got I got so bored of cover shooters, like just like oh, I'm gonna hide behind mm-hmm. another like car and shoot over top, like yeah. It became the stand because that was Gears of War, Mass Effect, um, Splinter Cell. Uh, yeah. Um, Last of Us. Oh, Last of Us, and uh, and um, the other Naughty Dog. Uncharted, although Uncharted mm, yeah, is like, yeah, yeah. It's Assassin's it's, Creed it's better. <laughs> um, Assassin's Creed I actually played a lot. Yeah, um, so many games started doing that where it's the like cover you shoot, run yeah. to the next place so you can peer around and shoot. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Call of Duty became like that kind of. Halo never really did, which is why I liked it. Um, and I liked like shooter games that don't have cover, like. Doom and um, Halo, I guess, is <laughs> like pretty much it. Yeah. Um, they're great. Um, like I, 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 I like that. I want to be running constantly and shooting. Yeah, no doubt. I want to be hiding and I don't know. Just got old very quickly. Well, it's obviously like the way that works, um, right? Un- Uncharted had yeah. Uncharted had enough like it's like everything was changing all the time, and there was so much um, like the environment was so rich that it was got a pass but playing in the uncharted games i don't think so what was the game that came out like three four years ago that was like you, you could like hook a grapple you could hook like a cow up to like a freaking grappling gun and like shoot oh um far cry no it wasn't far cry no 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 it's uh uh no <laughs> uh crap um i have it in there's a the I, I know in it, my head yeah. so it's in my head just cause just cause yeah yeah, yeah. i played a little bit of yeah. that but nothing nothing crazy yeah those sandbox games actually yeah, yeah those are pretty fun that, those games are fun but they get old very quickly yeah see that's like i love the sandbox i think that's that's the yeah. kind of genre that i like where you just like go and do anything but it's so hard to get the mechanics right you know like gta yeah. 5 had the mechanics pretty good and even then there's some things i'd complain about I didn't like. I know that they they get all the awards for story and stuff, but I just didn't care about any of the characters at all. 
<laughs> oh, I don't know. See, that's another one I don't know the story of. I played maybe five minutes of it, and then I was just like, <laughs> "It's like it. it's a huge part of the game is like the fact that there's all these like interweaving storylines and stuff, but it's they're all bad people." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't care about you guys. Sorry. <laughs> I find I find it's terrifying, or not terrifying. It's it's a pain in the ass that so on the computer GTA stores your off your story mode progress to your computer. So it doesn't like get stored online, I don't think. Maybe you can sign in or whatever. But you can't play online unless you've beaten the first mission, which is like a 30 minute commitment to like get done or whatever. And so it's right. like whenever I'd like reinstall my, on my computer, I'd have to like do that again. And it'd be to the point where you'd be like, <laughs> uh, no, I'm like, I, I want to play online so badly, but I just don't want to go through because I've probably played like 40 <laughs> times because of that, you know? Right. There's no way to get around it. I was like, are you kidding me? Come on. Right. Yeah. But, uh, uh, see, those games, like, where, where there's no, like, I love competitive games, fast, like Diablo, like looter shooters, which is basically, are probably, like, the worst thing for my brain, because, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. like, immediate gratification. And then GTA Five, which is just basically, like, you just simulate and kill a bunch of yeah, things. Just giant world. <laughs> yeah. Like, driving, like, that, like, I like to get good at stuff that doesn't matter, you know, like, driving in that game. It's like, oh, man, I want to become a really good driver. So, it's just, like. Yeah. Yeah, totally like follow the rules while driving and it doesn't yeah. work at all yeah. i remember before i could drive playing like san andreas and being like man i'm never gonna be able to drive oh, <laughs> like, I, I just felt like that was the real that was like that's how cars moved because it oh, felt dude. so real you know i did driving school or whatever like at, in Kelowna, um mm-hmm. drive wise or whatever and they have you do like a simulator there's simulators from like the, like the 90s and so it's like terrible <laughs> And so, like, that instilled, like, no confidence in me whatsoever. Because it's just, like, like, I remember they, they, the dude who runs it can do things, like, ice, pop your tires, you know, that kind of stuff, right? But it basically, like, like, you would be driving, he's like, and then you'd pop your tire and your car would just, like, explode. (laughs) And you just, like, (laughs) like, what? Like, and I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not, that's not how physics work. Like, I don't think you just flip your car once your tire pops. Like, that's not a thing that happens. Yeah, I oh dude, I remember one <laughs> one of those companies came to my I think it was a high school or yeah, but and uh and they were like uh, they were like showing like how how drunk driving oh, works, yeah, beer right? Goggles. So they they give you those beer goggles, which is like literally just like let's yeah. see if you can drive blind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, I don't think this is how it works. I can't <laughs> I see anything out of these. I literally can't see anything. What are, yeah. like, of course i'm not gonna they're like see you crashed that's why you shouldn't drive drunk <laughs> like, no, I'm pretty <laughs> like, sure. no like i'm pretty sure like this is an inaccurate representation of driving drunk but like, I, I i think those are like just a deterrent for you not to do it yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you might as well just blindfolded me <laughs> man those things are ridiculous i've like tried them on before and like it's just like I, I mean, like, it's just like holding a white sheet of paper in front of your eyes. <laughs> yeah, this one wasn't, it wasn't just like super bad visibility. It was also like translucent. Like, I swear, like they were actually like blocking out. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I had the same ones as you. Fogged up? Yeah. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> it's like, it's like those bars that have the, the breathalyzers in them. People here just try to get like high scores. That's <laughs> like... <laughs> I thought it was actually a personal I th- one. I think um, that's actually why. So, um, 
in my lab, we look at we look at uh, the effect of like nicotine exposure in adolescence and and how that affects development. And uh, so I, we bought one of these jewels, one of the newer ones that have um, more capabilities. They they have they have like an app that connects. Um, but so I went to like connect the app because I was like, oh, this is great. Like I can actually get like information on on the jewel exposures that I'm giving to these rats. Yeah. Um, just on like puff duration and stuff, or I don't know anything like what what kind of like, I wanted to see what kind of data they had, but they had discontinued the app. Or like, I, or oh, we're, we're no longer, we're no longer, even though it, I mean it didn't last very long. But they're like, we're not, we're no longer keeping track of people's drilling habits, mm-hmm. and I think it's because of that exactly that where like people were essentially using them to like get high scores with their friends or like how much ju- how much did you jewel this weekend oh my God. <laughs> you know? like oh people are not using this <laughs> the way that it's intended yeah um, i think it's uh i'm assuming that's what happened because it I, I don't know why they would have discontinued it otherwise oh dude it's the same as like those speed signs you know like the ones that tell you your speed <laughs> yeah but those don't work man like <laughs> I definitely tried to be just like, like get really mad at you. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I think that's, actually, face. that's why. Yeah, that's why they don't like actually show how fast you're going anymore. Yeah, like they, they actually, just... if you go over, they're just like bad. You are bad. <laughs> don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. Actually, I saw a video on an experiment where they they uh, instead of making it like bad, inst- they made it so that if you get right on whoever can get like if you can get really close to fifty, then it like it like lights oh, up. Oh really? And it's like, you see, won, and it actually. Yeah. And it actually, it actually in, inserted your license plate, took a picture of you, and inserted you for a for like a a, a chance to win the people that got fines and stuff. It, it was yeah, it was cool. <laughs> that's actually yeah, see, that's, that's you want to you want to fix speeding, man. That's what you do. You you praise the people for that, and then you take fifteen yeah. percent of all the tickets that speeders have to play, and and anybody who doesn't speed gets that money back. You know, yeah, like that would be exactly. great. I would definitely yeah. do that. You know, if there if there's like some form of positive like gamification of just driving, I'd be like following the law. Sign me up. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, I think um, yeah, I've actually thought about I've thought about this in terms of just speed cameras in general because everybody gets all pissed off as soon as there's speed cameras, right? Yeah. Um, every time they try to install them, everyone's like, "This is infringement of my right." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah. actually, I, I think it's an all round win because you don't have to employ people to give tickets yeah. um which actually makes you like the police more if they're helping you rather than punishing you all the time true like let the police do policing work that is not keeping the peace right time. yeah exactly let them do like actually important stuff let machines do all the ticket giving so that it's i mean it's just like the face of like you're not gonna look at a cop and be like no nah, fuck you, you yeah a ticket. Like, this machine just was like you went too fast here's yeah, your ticket exactly like, you can't really get it in the mail. It, you know, you're just like, dude, yeah. we have you. You can be mad, but you're not mad at a person the same way. Because yeah. right now, like, it's it's a problem. Everybody hates the police. Um, I mean, no, like racial things aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like police people just don't have a generally positive yeah. feeling towards somebody being pulled over. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. Which I, what it would be pretty beneficial if people had a a positive like a positive view of the people that are enforcing well especially i think like a big thing too is like speed is not a variable thing either you're speeding or you're not right and so it's like like 
and 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 sometimes there's cops that you you know you get pulled over and he's like well did you get me and they're just like no and you're just like well what do you waste like you can't mm-hmm. fight this you know like you know yeah. so like to me the things that you can't like it's 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 true or it's false which so is like yeah give those jobs to machines because that's what they do best minus yeah. this one speed cam in saskatoon that just goes off all the time like no matter like <laughs> it'd be like nobody's in the intersection and it just <laughs> um yeah. But. Anyway, plus it would get rid of racial profiling because it's yes. just a machine taking pictures True. of license plates, right? Exactly. Um, and and then yeah, I think the idea of of taking the money that is like taking pictures of everybody, not just speeders, and then distributing the money of speeders to non-speeders. Yeah. Uh, oh, and maybe having the fine, uh, have the fine be. Um, proportional to the cost of insurance or something like mm. so that you you account for some kind of uh, socioeconomic status. Yeah, see that'd be good too. It'd be really cool too um, if you could see exactly where the money's going. It's not like it's not like the police are being paid by fines. Like, no, no, no. I don't think that the not, whole thing that they have a quota is not access. real. Yeah, like yeah, I, or I, I, yeah, I don't know if yeah. It doesn't sound real or shouldn't be. I is. think I think like the, the principle um, of like, hey, we're, we're way down on speeding tickets and we know that we shouldn't be is a thing. But I don't think a police officer has mm-hmm. to go out and hit a number of tickets given out. Maybe maybe they do. But like, honestly, that would be a terrible way of doing it. Yeah, it might be that they have to like they can't just never give tickets. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Um. Like maybe there is a quota in terms of just making sure that you're actually doing your job. Because I'm pretty sure what happens is like when um, when somebody pulls you over, they call in and say, "Hey, I'm on this road. I pulled over this car in this color," and and then then you go out and then you talk to the person. And they come back and they say, "I'm giving a warning." So it's like everything's like recorded and everything is like like, "Hey, I've got a you know car here, two occupants." Da, 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 da. Because if something goes wrong, they have to know that information ahead of time, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they—I mean—they have all the info on their their little screen too. So, like, if you've been giving a given a warning before, they've got that. Pretty sure. Yeah, I'm not too sure exactly what stays and what doesn't. Maybe the warnings don't. Maybe like, so. A written warning probably does, but like a verbal warning doesn't, right? Oh, right. Yeah, and yeah. So, because yeah. I, I think when they go back to the car, they have to tell them, yeah, one ticket given or one verbal warning given or one written warning. Um, and so if they just constantly give verbal warnings, that's gonna be a record, and they'd be like, hey, come on, dude, you know? Right, right, right um yeah which is again still kind of weird because then maybe the next person truly deserves a verbal warning but then they are under pressure not to give you know so it's kind of like ah that sucks too i don't know there's too much subjective play for like it's too i don't know much humanness yeah exactly messing up the system so that could i don't don't know just make it all just give robots guns and just honestly yeah you know just let the machines do all the all the bullshit work that makes people hate police (laughs) um that is very doable by machines more accurate but then we'll just hate the people that employ the machines (laughs) sort of but that's a faceless organization (laughs) you know is it it's icbc is it icbc well maybe in bc i mean that would just be the fallout i would just make it icbc anyway it's easy to hate on icbc everybody here hates them already so it's just like (laughs) yeah um or I mean, if if the system rewards people that follow the rules, maybe people wouldn't not like them. Dude, I always thought it would be like if I could see an ELO in driving, like just like getting, like I would just be like, man, I just want the best score, like you know, mm-hmm. 
no tickets, da 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 da. Just give me the best rating possible, like, and just yeah. like you know that like that would be pretty sweet. Like, you know, if you're just like, yeah, that would be that'd be cool. And then you could like see it above people's cars, be like, this driver. I guess maybe no, that's not good. Actually, <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe that's not good. Like, this driver shit. And you're just like, oh man, fuck this guy. Oh <laughs> god. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> only only um, uh, ten thousand or higher on this road. Yeah, yeah, that's actually not the way that we want to go. No, not a good idea. But um, today <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I learned I'm communist. <laughs> um, yeah. No, but there's yeah, a I don't system. Know. I think that's a good idea. I think I think like transparency is the best way. Like if they just showed where all the money is going to, too, that'd be pretty sweet. You know, mm-hmm. kind of blockchain. You're just like, yep, my ticket go went here, and I paid for that stop sign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know that that the, that's the the other issue with fines. <laughs> we just got on this topic, might as well stay on it. Um, <laughs> is is the fact that people that are rich are completely unaffected? Oh yeah, big time. And the people that are poor, are like over, right? Uh, like just get owned. <laughs> like fines, fines only hurt the people that can't afford them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a two hundred dollar fine, like sucks. But if you yeah. make eight hundred thousand dollars a month, it's like ah, whatever, you know. Whatever, yeah, yeah. It's like in it's, 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 it's actually a p- super parent in the Mark Cuban who owned that esports team or whatever, who like, like he sweared on air, and then the person like called the interviewer and was like, "Hey, tell him that that's a fifteen thousand dollar fine if he swears again." And Mark's like, "Like, oh, and all this money's being donated? Well, then you just swore like, yeah. just like that's that. There you go. You know, this dude has yeah. more than enough money than to do any of that. It does not affect him at all." Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. and it, even uh, man, this gets get it kind of somewhat political. But even even with lawyers and stuff like that, it's like, dude, if you're loaded, like who who's gonna win? Like your nine hundred thousand dollar lawyer, or like, you know, and, and if you just tie things up in the court, or system, yeah, like, or the yeah. the guy that was assigned to you, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, man, it's just not really set up for anybody. Um, I think being proportional that would be pretty crazy, you know, like. You get some dude who owns a Lamborghini. It's just proportional to the car's value. That would be a good idea. Mm. Good idea. Doing I it. feel like that's actually probably pretty accurate representation of somebody's um, economic status, right? Or or it, it really think. should be, you know, because yeah. like I know people that have I'll, Lamborghinis that don't think about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, you'll think like, about getting an expensive car if because <laughs> um, insurance you know is higher for that. nicer cars. So why aren't tickets? You know. Yeah. Exactly. Then again, I guess so, maybe I just mean, get a bunch of rich people driving like shitty cars. <laughs> True, but yeah, that's I'm probably not though. Probably, <laughs> yeah, not. probably not. I feel like rich rich people are gonna want to show off their economic status. Be a lot more sleeper cars, probably. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Underground of car um, pimping out. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. If you have like a super powerful car, it makes you more susceptible to larger penalties. Based on the horsepower, or the, or the zero to sixty speed. It could be based on your insurance. Yeah. It should, honestly, I mean, should it, be based on they, that word. They know, or, or like whatever you're. They you know, know if you're insured. They know. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like what do they have available to them when they pull you over, and what should they have available to them? Yeah. Um. So like, I know they know if you have insurance or not. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know that. And then, um. Just how do they? No, I said. I said yeah. No, you know. You know if they know you have insurance or not. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> yes. I haven't pulled over for that uh, um, by no fault of my own, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, but hey, dude, uh... take your mom's car. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's not insured. Great. <laughs> Turns out 
fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Apparently, you're responsible for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. You're responsible for the car you drive. So if you're yeah. ever driving someone's car, ask them if it's insured. <laughs> yeah. I think they changed that. I think it's on the worst part is now. like my dad, like kind of like I'm pretty sure my dad knew it wasn't insured. Like, just like, yeah. What are the chances? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, um... I think he's been pulled over so many times for that. Like, <laughs> it's like just. Just insure it because he does. I don't know. He doesn't insure it for the year often. Often, like I right, think he'll just right. insure it for like a couple months at a time. Yeah. Like man, just do it for the whole year on your birthday. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Never worry about it again. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I think insurance, and then, or like the value of the car, even is probably a good way of doing it too. Yeah. You know? Um. It, yeah. Value of car is probably harder. I guess, um, yeah. I mean, like, if it's a new car, then yeah, you can probably figure it out. But, like, that's why I think insurance would probably be a pretty good but way the of doing it. Yeah, so I guess it depends I guess on how maybe, the insurance is calculated. Yeah, although generally insurance will be lower if you haven't had accidents and stuff. So mm -hmm. it would reward people that haven't. Um, that's true. That's true. You know, screwed up lots of times. Because yeah, they do have the point um, system and all that. I guess, okay, I guess one problem is that. With insurance, your insurance goes up even if it's not your fault if you're in a crash. Yeah, so you have to fix that. Yeah, I know insurance is like the weirdest thing. I don't know. You you pay insurance so that you don't have to pay us, but then you pay us anyway. <laughs> the only yeah. people that are really insured they're getting paid guess, is the insurance yeah. company. Yeah, true. Um, I don't know. I <laughs> it wouldn't be a perfect system. Maybe maybe you could have your like yearly salary. <laughs> your tax information hooked up to your license See, but then all of a sudden that's where it gets greasy because then you have like corporations which don't like if you own a business you just pay yourself a small salary and then you're looked at as if you're not you know because then it's a business entity yeah. not your entity so that, and then then you get into the whole conversation that's basically happening now with with the billionaires and the non-billionaires right it's just like when you have a lot of money you just have a lot more resources to spend so that you make less money on paper essentially you know right I guess there is no real perfect system. Although I feel like for people mm. at that point, like I, I'm more thinking like rich versus poor, like ranging from like 20 grand a year to like 200 grand a year. Right. Like the ultra rich will probably never be. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't think they're ever really like, going to be affected. It doesn't matter how yeah. expensive your car is or how big your salary is. Like you pretty much sure. Mines are never yeah. going to touch you. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you're, you're no longer part of the civil. You're no longer part of society at that point, because honestly you're not, if you think about it. Yeah, not really. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's the like playing the game with God mode. Yeah. Which yeah, the, maybe the, the, not punishment, but the, like, the fines, I guess, should be much larger, defined differently for people. Yeah, it, like should, it, should, it should probably be like, yeah, if you get caught speeding, you have to donate like $50 million to charity. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe not. I mean, I don't know. I guess speeding speeding's not that big of a deal at the end of the day. <laughs> I'm just gonna stick to programming, and whoever, I'm just not gonna speed. You know, like <laughs> whether it's a million dollars or not, I'm just gonna try not to get a speed. <laughs> yeah, but the one time that I did. Yeah, I've never gotten a speeding ticket. I I, I was speed quite a lot. Pretty upset. I I like to say that I speed, but only when I know it's like safe. You know. Or like it's reasonable. Mm -hmm. I was so when I got caught. So 
I was driving home back here from Christmas and, uh, or yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, golden area. Um, so like you, it's like literally you're exiting town onto the highway and then you have to ramp up your speed. And so like I was ramping up, I didn't really realize I was going like, it was like a, the ramped up speed went to like 90 or whatever. So I was going like 90, but I was still in the 70 zone. And the cop came around the corner and caught me without, and I could see like the 90 sign, like, like a hundred yards. I was like, oh man, like I'm like, I'm, I'm yeah. you know, like what am I supposed to stomp on the gas when I'm going 90? Like, right. yeah. And, yeah, I, and that was like the cheap. only one that I was like, I was like, Ooh, really man? Like I, I, I still <laughs> was super respectful. Like I don't have time. I was like, dude, whatever. Fight in court, don't <laughs> fight on the streets. Right. Yeah. But then it's a BC ticket. So I was like, well, chance of me going back to golden to fight a $200 ticket is not very much. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. like, I'd never gotten anything before that. So it's like, man, you should have just, like, I'd pay 50 bucks, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I was going to be 200 mm-hmm. That's a, that's, yeah, that's after deep. Christmas, too, right? You're like, fuck off. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nothing, nothing worse than, like, all the Christmas really... cash going straight to the <laughs> speeding ticket. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's quick. I haven't been pulled over a single time since I've been in Guelph. Like, I, I drive Catherine's car all the time. Oh, really? Um, yeah, which, I, I mean, and I see, like, the co- the police, pre- pre- like, presence is pretty high. Like, they're around quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, like, there's there aren't really chances to speed, like, crazy around where I am. Um, highways are pretty fast. Like, right, yeah. Yeah, it's um, like, why, why would you need to speed, essentially? Yeah. I also like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like, like I, I very rare. I, I've pretty much never seen speed traps the same way. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like I used to see speed traps all the time in the Okanagan. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. Big time. Like all the time. And I don't see them nearly as much around here right? yeah, or even sure. barely at all. I, uh, um, yeah. Similar. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're, <laughs> maybe they're doing better things. I don't know. <laughs> My cousin of ideal. I've never heard of this before. My cousin got two tickets in one two speeding tickets at once. So he was going like so the the way it went here was um you're it's ninety on the highway, then it's eighty, and then you're in the city or whatever. So the police officer was following him when he was going a hundred and something in the ninety, and then mm-hmm. he was going like ninety and eighty. Then he flipped his lights on and gave him two speeding tickets for, and I was like, I don't even think that's allowed, man. So he's he's gonna Each go fight section? those. Yeah, like two tickets. I was like, oh my god, that's. Yeah, that's I don't a, think so. That's a dirty cop right there. So he's he's actually. You can fight get those. him for. You can get him for either one, maybe, but. I don't like, think, yeah, because I was deep. like, I was like, man, that's that's atrocious. That's 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 a lot, you know. Because that's like that's like seeing you break the law and then following you. To wait until you break it again, yeah, <laughs> and which, then charging you for both. I don't think you can do that. Yeah, I think you kind of have to go with the first one, don't it's you? Also, it's like the same crime. It's like you're just speeding. So like, yeah. You know, I don't know. Maybe I, it'll be interesting. I think he's actually gonna go fight it. He's not even gonna fight him to get rid of both of them. I think he's just gonna be like, "Yo, just get, I'll pay the one ticket, like reasonable. Why give yeah. me two? That yeah, was the most ridiculous yeah, I've ever the, seen. Yeah, I'd like to hear what the outcome of that is because if that's a, I, I mean, it, if the cop did it, he probably knows it's allowed (laughs) well you'd be surprised you know i I mean i don't know like because basically to fight it you have to wait till court and his court date this happened back in like 
December and like his court date was set for like June or something like that. So it's like, right. That's like six months, you know, it's like, oh man, the system's so slow. Um, chances and, and the only way he'd really know the true outcome is if the cop even showed up to that. The cop, cop doesn't show up, then you get off of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but so who, so who knows? I, I think we've seen that same cop pull over a few other people too. So I, I imagine that he's probably pretty busy in the court system. So I'm hoping <laughs> for my cousin that he just doesn't even show up. And then it's just like, yeah, I was stupid. Right. Yeah. Um, any take backs, compliments or apologies? <laughs> um, I got a jet in five minutes. So I figured that's good. Yeah, no, I, I think, uh, I don't think we offended anyone. <laughs> apologize to, um, robots. Robots. prematurely hating on you and the cops that get all the general. hate that don't yeah. uh that don't deserve it mm. for the ones that do fuck you guys yeah compliments <laughs> jude nice dome still congratulations on the engagement thank you so much and uh yeah yeah mm-hmm. cool <laughs> that's oh, all that's all. Ending. okay and, and that's all on the podcast. Podcast. <laughs>